I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're awake, right? Who? Us. You're asking if we're awake? Me and you. Yeah, I was just... You know, sometimes uh, you're in the middle of a dream. Do you say everything that comes to your head? If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. Hey, think about it, kid. We bang Yui's wherever we want. No blinker. We cut you off on the pike, and then we slow it right the f*** down. And the second... That light turns green, I'm honking. Spoke like a true asshole. We use our grandmother's furniture to save our parking spots. We drop our eyes and put them back in words that don't even have them. <laughs> Manhattan clam chowder? What the f is that? We're assholes. And now. Hi, yeah, all right. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Wednesday morning, the 7th of November. Hey, guys. Hey, Bean. So I'm holding up my hands right now. I want you to see that I'm enjoying a delicious gala apple. And there's no pesky apple juice on my hands. They're clean. They're neat. You know why? Cutting it with a knife. I'd like to suggest you're not enjoying it. I'm enjoying it very much. Mm. It's the, it's a delicious apple. Right. Not a red delicious, because those are trash. Mm. I did it's learn de- that. I did give in on that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're very it, much better. <laughs> it's a delicious apple, and my hands are completely clean even though I'm having a very juicy fruit. Okay, one other time just to ask. Um, mm-hmm. w- washing or wiping off your hands is a 10-second thing that takes no energy? So, that I don't have to do. Right, but so how much of a savings is that, really? Saving, first of all. And second of all, <laughs> because I don't have to do it because I'm eating it with a fork. Right. How? So there's no juice all right. at all on my hands. How juicy is an apple it's is my question. Juicy. If you're buying, if you're doing it right, if you're doing the research, there you get the juice. I mean, they they practically, it's, it's uh, I almost said Old Yeller, but that was the dog. <laughs> What's the name of the geyser at Yellowstone? <laughs> The one that Old Faithful? Old Faithful, yes. It's Old Faithful. It's just, it spews juice. Yeah, so think, I'm saying wow. knife and fork uh, is the way to go. Yeah. But we're so saying just, if you cut up an apple, now it's in small pieces. Mm-hmm. Even if it's juicy, you can pick that up with your finger. And right. you get really n- nothing on your hands. And yeah. you're good. Yeah. Your definition of nothing is different than mine. My definition of nothing is nothing. Yours is a little bit okay on your hands. I don't like that. I well, like I mean, neat. occasionally what I'll do is wash my hands. Yeah. Neat and clean. Because I feel clean. like that's something that should do. I feel that's like what I'm about. He should be wearing, like, you know when they, like, silkwood showers? Yeah, like, like a hazmat suit? Yeah, a total yeah. hazmat yeah. suit when he eats. Just, Space just for suit. protection. Oh, that's yeah. a good idea. I, I need think... to look into that. <laughs> He's just like an astronaut. Yes. <laughs> Trying to eat an <laughs> apple. Or maybe I should only take all of my food <laughs> through a tube. From right? I mean... Maybe that's how I should do it. <laughs> 
There is a controversy. Uh, Kevin, you will have already uh, heard about this. I remember that you were a judge for the Bum Bum competition mm. a couple of years down in Brazil. But That's there right. is some serious controversy on Miss Bum Bum this year. I don't know if you guys have followed it. Miss Bum Bum is uh, it's a competition that has been going on annually in Brazil since 2011. So it's got quite a history. And it's a quite televised... A it's a televised show, you guys, to it crown goes back the- before even our kids under four can remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, considering what it is, the fact that it's been on television for the last seven years is amazing to okay. me because it's a television show where they crown the best buttocks yeah. in Brazil. Mm-hmm. It's an ass contest, is yeah. what it is, and it's on TV, right? The televised competition has, I mean, we're in, in America, Miss America, Miss USA, they don't even wear swimsuits anymore, okay? This is Brazil, though. Well, yeah, we this don't have Brazil. those butts. I'd say that. We don't have, have those butts. I'd be in a bathing suit right now if I had a Brazilian butt. <laughs> That's true, yes. It's a, a televised competition that has 27 contestants who represent the country's different states. 15 women make it to the finals. The winner receives about uh, $13,300. That's 50,000 Brazilian reals, I guess they're called. Uh, she also gets endorsement deals. She instantly becomes a celebrity in Brazil. So it's a big, big deal for the ladies there. Well, the reason it's in the news right now is because there's a scandal of brewing. Oh, no. Uh, I could have brought in the audio, but it's really a bunch of ladies just screaming at each other in Spanish. Sweet. So I, I, most, most of uh, our listeners get enough of that in their real life. <laughs> so uh, here's the article from the New York Post. This year's Miss Bum Bum competition ended in shambles. Mm. After contestants resorted to violence on stage following cheating allegations. Wow. The fight was sparked by one contestant accusing the other of having a surgically enhanced derriere. Oh, See, no. you can't do that. Mm-mm. You can't. That's cheating. That is this cheating. Is, this yeah. is like being on drugs in the Olympics, right? Right. So you show similar. up with- you show up with you show up with what you what God gave you, right? right. The the eye popping scene unfolded on Monday, shortly after Ellen Santana was crowned the winner of Miss Bum Bum twenty eighteen. The thirty one year old model and dancer was representing the northern Brazilian state of Rodonia in the competition, but moments after she was declared the winner, she was physically stripped of the winner's sash by a fellow contestant, mm. Aline Uva from Rio Grande do Sul in the south of Brazil. Uva, a 27-year-old massage therapist, was heard shouting that the competition was a farce Mm. and claiming that the winner's butt was surgically enhanced. So she got, so the winner is on stage. You can see the video. She's on stage. She's going up and down, receiving applause, wearing her sash. And this other contestant just straight up Kanye's her and screams that the competition is a farce. She says, I fulfilled all the rules of the game. My butt is real. Her butt is plastic. Mm. Boom! Oh, Miss, how do they recover? Miss Bum Bum is a farce. Today I could prove all this. Oh. Now, I need a 60 Minutes uh, investigation into finding out what really the truth is here. Is it possible that she has some sort of insider information that there was surgery on the winner? Sure. And if so, why did she wait until after the competition, after the, the, the other had been crowned, before bringing it up? Isn't that the type of thing you go early and say, hey... On the down low, that woman had surgery, yeah. Uh, Or was she just so mortified that she lost to this woman who she felt had an inferior butt that she just was screaming, making stuff up off the top of her head? Just look at that butt. That is a tight (laughs) butt. I just, I love the It's a false butt is what it is. Mm. It's a butt of lies. (laughs) It is a butt of lies, Kevin. (laughs) Organizers of the annual competition were forced to intervene to calm the frantic scene and ensure Mm. the winner's sash was handed back to Miss Santana. 
I just I love I like the, the all-out brawl. Brawl, that's fantastic. Yes. You should see the video. It's oh, amazing. Can't I just, wait. I, lo- I love the idea that this this young this young woman has fulfilled her lifelong dream mm-hmm. as a model and dancer to be named Miss Bum Bum. I mean, everything's roses from here on out. That does seem like a strange dream. But then seconds Come on, later, Miss Bum Bum. But then seconds later, somebody screaming into your face, Miss Bum Bum is a farce. So I don't know what the uh, what the fallout from this is going to be. I don't know if there's going to be investigation. I mean, I, it sounds to me like there's another another TV special that needs to be had where they have doctors weigh in on whether her butt has been surgically enhanced or not. Or she takes a lie detector. I mean, something. We can't just let this stand the way it is. Oh. Lie detector, I like it. I would say like a live um, x-ray. Because oh. if there's actual insertion, excuse me, like plastic in there, that would show up in an x-ray, right? Is that, I would think forgive so. my ignorance, that's how they do uh, surg- surgical butt operations there's, is I think implants? there's different ones. There's implants, then you can have lifts where like fat is injected in. So Could you see that as well? I do you don't know? know. Hmm. Yeah, see, I was just wondering. I didn't know if it was a Titan, you know, it was a Titan operation or what. So, again, like I said, this is not the last you're going to hear no. about this bum bum 2018. Mm-mm. But I am uh, deeply concerned, uh, uh, honestly, about the legitimacy of the contest. Right? Sure. If you can't trust Miss Bum Bum, correct? Who can you trust? I've said it for years. What else can you? What else can you count on? Yeah. Exactly. <sighs> All right, it's a great start. Let's uh, talk about today's Kevin and Beecho, shall we? It's going to be crazy. That it is. Um, <laughs> Phil Kogan is going to join us in studio. Oh, I love Phil. He, of course, is the host of Amazing Race, and he's got a new show on Nat Geo called Explorer. Going to talk to him. Um, do you watch uh, watch any of Explorer yesterday? I did not yesterday, no. This is what Phil's about, and this is why I'm excited that he's coming in. There's a place called the Mouth of Hell. Yes. That's where Phil decided he needed to go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's where he climbs into an active volcano. That's our boy Phil. That was my nickname in college. <laughs> I bet it was. <laughs> so I'm excited to have him back. Uh, brand new edition of Jank Tank. Uh-oh. On the show today. Uh, things that you steal to save money. Hmm. Dave told us yesterday that his uh, girlfriend brings back all, and I guess it's not stealing if it's a hotel and it's okay to take, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. all of the lotion products and shampoo and all that kind of stuff. She stays at nice places for work, and then she brings all that stuff home, and then Dave cleans them to, out. Dave didn't have to pay for it. Okay. Is that stealing? I don't think it's stealing, but when will that start reflecting in Dave's appearance that he's using right? a nice product? That's a good question. <laughs> we'll have to track that down. Uh, would you like to take that back? Oh, Bean, I heard you're all over this. I got to tell you, right? it's an all alley edition is oh. what I hear. I got to tell you, this is a knockdown, drag out fight between the two of you. <laughs> and I always try to edit so that there's a little bit of everybody to spread it around. Not sure. possible. No? Huh. Not possible. Weird. I can only edit from the stuff I'm given, and all of that was you and Bean. Hmm. Mm. And you can both go to hell. Okay. <laughs> Say that right now. Um, the Ottawa Senators, I don't know if you saw this. They were in an Uber, and they were making fun of their coach. Mm-hmm. And then the video was released, and that seems bad. It's bogus is what it is. Yeah, it's BS. You, you ought to have privacy in the back of your... Even if you're being videoed, you're being videoed for specific... We'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> Penis feeling. I mean, it's like confession at church when you get in an Uber, right? Well, it never no, goes not, any further it, than it, that. It, it's not quite like that. I think it is. But it's uh, it's extremely unfair that these guys couldn't trash talk their boss in private without the video being released. I was thinking yesterday while going through this that this is not an anomaly. Like everyone does this. Oh, they just for don't sure. get caught on video. Yeah, and absolutely. then have it released. Uh, and also, uh, Omar has jury duty. 
So that's that's coming. Luck up. out. <laughs> <laughs> Beats been trying to get it his whole life and fails. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. This is the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. By the way, uh, quick correction: the uh, Kevin and Bean listeners are always quick fast correction. To let us... What? Quick cor- correction. Oh, I thought I said erection. Uh, no, that was yesterday. Yesterday okay. was erection day. <laughs> um, quick correction, because our listeners are always uh, quick to pounce when we make a, a mistake. Obviously, I know that they uh, they speak Portuguese in Brazil. I said there are a bunch of ladies yelling in Spanish. Of course, ah. they speak Portuguese down there. I knew that, but I just got sloppy. So, thanks for bring, pointing it out. I'll go see my therapist today. It'll be okay. Right. Everything will be fine. <laughs> hey, Allie. Hey, Pean. How about a little what's happening on this Wednesday? It's all right. Um, I mean, that you pretty much erased a whole culture right? in one language. fell swoop. That, that was certainly my intention. Totally. It's what you do. <laughs> Why do you hate Brazilians? I really don't. <laughs> I just made a mistake. It has. What about the butt? <sighs> Great question. Did you watch the video, Kevin? We, we posted I did not. it on the Kevin Bean Facebook page and the Twitter of the Miss Bum Bum fight. I did not, but I will right after this. Uh, what's happening? You, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna Can't start wait. chanting Jerry, Jerry, as soon as you see it. And it would get me back watching those uh, those pageants if they just guarantee me that. I mean, uh-huh. oh dear, you guys, this is this is a lot of information, and I'm not quite sure what to do with it. It's funny, but also ah, John Stamos. Little bit of uh, TMI that he shared with Busy Phillips on her show Busy Tonight that's on E. He was talking about how he and his wife, Caitlin McHugh, are trying to have a second child. So they hit up a f- uh, fertility clinic mm-hmm. and he went into this little room and they said, Go in there. And they said, If you need any stimulation or whatever, there's videos, there's a TV, just turn the thing on. I turned the TV on. And it's on Fuller House. (laughs) He said, my hand to God. He joked, if I'm going to please myself, it's going to be to my old self, not the new one. (laughs) Wow. That is not a good coincidence. That's awful. Just put up a picture of uh, of Bob Saget. Absolutely. (laughs) That's That's all he needs. (laughs) Can you imagine, though? You flip on the TV and there, there you are and... People you've now, known since they were children. Ugh. I love this story, but isn't Fuller House on Netflix? Oh, don't be saying it's I'm, not no, real. I'm just asking, what are the chances they have Netflix and it's on playing that particular show in the room? <laughs> Maybe it was just Full House. Did you it say it was Full House? He That's said different. Fuller House. Okay. But he said Fuller House. here's the thing. Yyeah. Um, you're ruining a great story. Yeah, that's okay. not the point of we the want story. To yeah. Okay, Either. gotcha. Yeah. And uh, who's to say it's not like the hippest fertility clinic that they have like Netflix on 50 screens at all times? I mean, this is a great fertility clinic. Sounds <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> it, right? <laughs> uh, a lot of people get really bummed this time of year because it seems like we go Halloween straight into Christmas. We skip Thanksgiving. Yeah. People don't like that. November 1st is the first of Christmas. That's how it works. That's how a lot of people look at it. Yeah. Not the good people oh. behind Pringles. Pringles, okay. No, no. They have just announced their holiday spirit with three new Thanksgiving-inspired potato chip flavors. Turkey, stuffing, and pumpkin pie. Now, um, let me just Whoa. clarify. Uh-huh. Is turkey, pumpkin, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and what was the other one? Stuffing. Stuffing? Yeah. Are all of those three things gone, so we have to get them in a chip? No, they still exist. They all still exist. Yeah, okay. but... Well, what about the chip that you want just as a chip? A chip still exists as well, okay. separately, but what if you wanted the three great tastes that taste great together? 
you can Yummy. do this. Uh, yeah. The company said that the flavors were the most popular out of the eight that they tested with a limited audience last year. I'd like to know the other five. <laughs> because you settled on pumpkin pie. That's disgusting. <laughs> no, that's a hard no. Yeah. The new Thanksgiving flavors are available now for a limited time. And they're available to purchase online in a three-pack. Priced at fourteen ninety nine. If you want that, you guys. Listen, I'm just trying to help you out. I'm trying to give That's some nice props one. to Thanksgiving because I feel like it gets overlooked. Mostly by me. I took all my Halloween and fall stuff down yesterday. Yeah, it's gone. Christmas. So this is, you feel bad about? Christmas is coming to Shay McKay, huh? <laughs> no, I'll never do that again. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> So George Clooney's time riding motorcycles has uh, come to an end. He's auctioning off one of his Harley Davidson bikes during the Home for Our Troops Veterans Day Celebrity Auction. That was put together by CNN's Jake Tapper. The money goes towards building custom homes for severely injured post 9-11 veterans, which is a great, great deal. So he's auctioning it off and uh, the item's eBay page claims that Clooney is, quote, off two wheels for good. This is after he went got in a pretty scary accident this summer in Italy on his motorcycle. Might have even been a scooter. If it was a scooter, I mean, come on. Yeah, that's funny. Come on, dude. <laughs> I think Bean knows from scooter accidents, right? right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no fun. Not as much fun as it looks. No. <laughs> turned in front of a truck. <laughs> went flying it's off the scooter. Funny. <laughs> look, look. It was that funny. Look. <laughs> It hurt. <laughs> I'm sure it did. At the time, it hurt. But now you can laugh. It still hurts. What? Come on, man. Shameful memory. <laughs> Was it a normal size scooter, or did they give you find like a bigger one for you? I don't remember. Oh, they're normal. They're all normal. They don't have bigger ones for they him. Don't. No. You must have looked like how goofy looks when he drives a car. That's the picture in my head. That's why it yeah. makes me laugh. Oh, Bean. He's six foot six on a scooter. Yeah. Mm. Well, apparently on part of a. <laughs> so what happened to George Clooney? <laughs> oh, all right. So uh, they're putting it up for auction. It should go around uh, $28,000. It starts at $28,000. I'm sorry. And he also said he would sign it for the winner. I'm sure you, you want that on your motorcycle. All right. Some birthdays for you. David Guetta. 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 He's a DJ. Mm-hmm. Is he? Uh, you know, most DJs are producers now. Okay. Adam Devine. He's an actor. He's a comedian. He's amazing. And singer Lord. We love her. Love her so much. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean. KU Rock KROQ. Do you think all athletes talk crap about their coaches? Yeah. All, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you always disagree with the boss. That's part, that's part of being in a, that's the job of being an employee is to disagree with the boss. Seven. Is to think that you could do things better than he could. Sure. Uh, seven players from the Ottawa Senators, which is an NHL team in Canada. Um, For now. We're talking. <laughs> yeah, right. We're talking uh, smack about their boss in an Uber, and the Uber had a dash cam. Mm-hmm. And it was recording everything that went on in the car, and it got released. Now, many Ubers have a dash cam for their own protection. Right. Mm-hmm. So that somebody can't claim that they did something that they didn't. Also to prove if somebody vomits in the backseat. I mean, there is a legitimate reason to have that camera in the car. Right. Sure. Recording conversations that are meant to be private and releasing them to the public is not one of those reasons. Doesn't and seem I, cool. No. And I hope Uber fired this guy, and I hope he's never allowed to drive for one of these services again. 
<laughs> Take it easy. I oh, hope I'm his sh- whole family has their home <laughs> taken away. Burned to the ground Burned in front of them. Burned to the ground. You, Made to watch. You, the food just think- smacked right out of their hands <laughs> that they're eating. Take his kids away from them for sure. Oh, for sure. Don't you think this is a real customer violation? Yeah, I would, I would oh, yeah. So. Uber Canada's uh, GM already said it's a clear violation of their terms of service. There's no okay. way the guy's still working there. There's no way. Okay. No. So what's so what's the what's the controversy for the uh, Senators players then? Oh, well, they were bad-mouthing the coach, and everybody now knows what they were talking about because here's part of the video. You can tell we're really pleased with, you know, PK. <laughs> 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 Breaking is the fact that we don't even slow them up. No, never. They come in like blazing speed too. Andy's like, oh, shit. What team do you guys play for? Ottawa. Okay, so now they're talking about the PK. For those of you that don't follow um, hockey, the penalty kill is when you're outnumbered. One of your guys goes to the box, mm-hmm. so it's five on four. Mm-hmm. The other one is the power play where you're five on four and you should score. And right. they're making fun of both of their performances. Yeah. And my question is, isn't that the players? Uh, yeah. As much as it is the coach? Because their penal- penalty killing ranks 30th, 30th in right. the league. So uh, <laughs> I think that's a lot on you guys. Right. I don't know that that's all the coach. Oh, okay. Marty Ramon. No, I think they won one. They won Only one. coach in NHL history to have the worst power play and worst PK within a Back to back. I mean, that is a pretty good stat. Also, back to back PK and power plays, the worst in the league. Also, uh, those players. Have had the same to back. That's right. <laughs> have the same record. So, do you think the Uber driver? It's Uber, right? Yes. Okay, he's driving down the road and he realizes, oh, these guys play for the Senators. This tape is worth something to someone. Yes. I mean, I would guess so because they weren't in it for him. They weren't in Ottawa. Dick? They were in Phoenix. So mm-hmm. maybe Phoenix, he sold right, it. playing the Coyotes. Maybe he sold it. I don't know. Oh, maybe he sold it. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what's in it for him to do this to just embarrass him for no reason. <laughs> do you do you notice that do you notice that when he when he uh, runs the video like if you actually do pay attention he doesn't ever teach you anything he just commentates oh. what's happening he's like uh, here's uh, someone so skating on the wall with the box yeah, so he's yeah. gonna say what to do with it yeah. well here's the other thing too <laughs> just keep going you know when we're in there and we're watching the video he doesn't teach us anything he just comments how's that Look. helpful. We can laugh until our video of, of Dave and Christine and Beer Mug in the other room comes out. Because I'm sure they've, they've got, got plenty one. to say about this show. They've got one. It's a podcast <laughs> where they talk smack about us. But I can't imagine that there's a sports team in the world that doesn't do this. Make fun of their Absolutely coach. Absolutely not. Right. On Absolutely their private time. Not. All of us do it. Oh, Everyone do. that has a boss has yes. done this. It Correct. is absolutely absurd and disgusting that this was released. But it's a senator, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, that's true. You're not fine right. with it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> no. And I will tell you, though, that if you believe the statements from the coach and from the players and from the organization since, it sounds like they dealt with this thing and it's a hiccup and they're going to be fine and they're, they're going to not make the playoffs again this year. But <laughs> but <laughs> it, at least this isn't going to slow them down, well, right? Well, the problem I mean, that's is... What they're saying. Yes. There's been so many hiccups with the Ottawa Senators in the last just year. Yeah. Between They're a mess. Yeah, between stocking wives and mm-hmm. coach. It's a bad situation up there in Ottawa. You're talking about moving the team, the whole moving thing. Moving the team. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not not a good sitch. So this does this heal it? I don't think it helps it, it Kevin. Does it help mm-hmm. it? Okay, yeah. just trying to clarify. It's the Kevin and Bean show. K-Rock. Bean, what's your what's history just- with uh jury duty? <laughs> Uh, my history with jury mm-hmm. duty, you mean personally? Yeah. You're asking about all the times that I've been called to serve on a jury? Yes. If you could just encapsulate all of your history with jury duty. 
Okay. Um, it was my lifelong dream from the time I turned 18 to be on a jury. Right. Uh, Said by no the way, one ever. For a number of reasons. Most of all is because my superpower is that I can tell people they're guilty just by looking at them. Sure. So sure. I'm the perfect guy because I don't need to hear any of the evidence. Right. I can just look at the dude and go, did it. Sure. So that's why I feel like I would be in service to my country by being on as many juries well, what as possible. Different- what different juries were you on? Like what different kinds of yeah. cases? I'll break it down for you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I didn't uh, get in a jury immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay. In fact, just the overview. I, just give us the overview. Okay. One time. <laughs> one time. One time, I received a jury summons, mm-hmm. and it was about ten years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited. I think I had my wife drop me off at the courthouse like the day before, just so I could be the first person to the camp on the, the sidewalk. Yeah, Laid out his outfit out. the night before. <laughs> right? I did. I was his so old excited. Dress shoes and little dress pants. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I went in and box. I made. I made the first cut. You know, they start with like 100 people or something like that. And then they call, I don't know, in this case, they called like 40 of us or Mm -hmm. something like that into a room. And then a guy got up and spoke a little bit about some specifics about the case and stuff. And then they just started pointing at people and asking him to leave before it got to the next step. And I was one of the people that was asked to leave. Of course, I wouldn't. So they had to to push me out. They had to bring in security to drag me out because I said, no, I want to be on a jury. Did did you say, eh, eh. Does this case have to do with the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald? I did. I did not say that. Although okay. the anniversary of that is coming up this weekend. Sure. But um, so that was my only occasion ah, to be on the, the jury. And and what's infuriating for me is I feel like I'm checking all the boxes to be on a jury because I'm a taxpayer, because I vote, because I have a driver's license, I because I own a home. I feel like I should be on every government list. Being so um, I, really I getting jury summons all the time. Bean would like to do it all full time. Right. I would. I would I've like never to be a met anyone juror. like that no. before. Now so, Omar would be what do you got there, Omar? This uh reads official business of the court. Oh, oh I got summoned out. by the jury. How about Ooh. that? Yeah. First so, time? Oh, my entire life I've been avoiding it since I was wow. eighteen. What do you what? do? Oh, yeah. What do you do when when it comes to the house? What do you do? Uh, So usually I just throw it away. Mm -hmm. Just throw it away. So for about maybe eight years, ten years, I would get a letter, throw it away. Mm -hmm. I was very busy. Don't have time for it. Don't have time to be a goddamn American? He's dealing drugs, Bean. What Listen, do you think? He's got. He's busy. I got priorities, man. He's moving. Kevin, late. Is, isn't that your? <laughs> isn't that your strategy too? Is just pretend you didn't get it, throw it in the trash. Have, How can they prove you did? We're not talking about me here. In <laughs> one time, uh, this is this is, this is maybe ten years ago. Uh, the court actually sent a registered letter. Um, and I wasn't home, so the post office left this little slip. It's like, oh, you got a package at the post office. Is regis- registered the one that you have to sign to get? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. get you that way. Yeah. So then I go to the post office right. with a little slip of paper, and I give the little guy the slip of paper, and he leaves it just under the uh, window. Right. It's, it's a window. And he, go, he goes and he fetches the package, mm-hmm. and I see that it's one of these letters, uh-huh. and I get the little slip of paper, turn around, and oh. walk out. Yeah. Omar. While so, the guy was getting your while jury he was getting that, I was like, and he's like, sir, sir. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, it is. It, it, look, post office is my other obsession, and they can't force a package on you. If you don't right? want it, you don't have to take it. So yeah. you were legitimate to do that. So now, you know, I'm a little older. I was like, I don't know. Should I do it now? Uh, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of torn, but I'm still leaning towards F no. 
because I'm very busy, mm-hmm. and I, 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 I also I think that one of the, it's one of these deals where if I don't really want to do it, how good of a job am I gonna do Ooh. judging somebody? You know, and and potentially having a very dramatic effect on this person's life. Mm -hmm. And who am I? You guys know me. I'm the poop guy. Do you know what I mean? mean, That's true. Should I really be on a jury? A juror poop guy. Please stand up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think you lead with that if you are actually going and you're picked. Your Honor, I'm the poop guy. guy. Please dismiss me. Have you ever gone in? You have or you haven't? I have never gone in. Never gone in. No. Okay. Are you allowed to say kind of like, you're out of order? Can I mean, you say you that? Can no. say or that. You can, You're yeah. not an attorney. No, no? you can't do that. What? Listen, Omar, let me let me overruled. That's no, one of you the can't things. say that. You're no. not allowed to do that either. Let okay. me help you through this. Do okay. you believe in uh, democracy or not? I do, but uh, as we all know, democracy is very flawed, and there's mm-hmm. problems in every uh, part of government. So okay. I think this is one of these things where, in my opinion, they should hire professional jurors that actually know the law and have uh, uh, they want to be there like you Bean you would be a perfect juror because you love the law and you're very smart and I just don't see myself being at, at that level of competency oh so your problem is you're not good enough I don't think so yeah exactly but the, but yeah. The system, come on Omar the system, the system is, could do better guys the, the, system <laughs> is set, uh, the system is set up to have you your case be heard by a jury of your peers and you and I are peers of the people who are being charged with crimes Omar they is. don't want they don't want <laughs> judges for these they want judges to rule uh, you know to, to rule in some aspects of the case to make sure that it's you know it's it's uh, adjudicated legally but they want citizens to be the judges. That's the way the system is set up. Now, it sounds like you're not going on jury duty, jury duty just because you protest that as being oh, our, no. our system of He's government. super busy. You missed that part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> super, super busy. Super busy. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, don't you, but don't you sometimes think, Omar, as a lot of people do, that juries are only people who are too stupid to figure out a way to get out of it? Because a lot of people feel that way. A I lot don't of people think that, that the dredgers of society are who ends up on jury duty because all the smart people that the rich people won't go. I think there's an, an, there's two groups. There's too stupid to get out of it, and there's people who don't want to get out of it. Both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that were like, eh, I guess. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. that, 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 that's kind of like where I'm at right now. You know? But I think you, but you get to raise the quality of that jury by being Whoa. somebody. Whoa. Oh, you do. Take it you easy. Get go, you get to go in there and We're talking about Omar. Omar. And by Omar. the way, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> most cases are pretty boring. Most cases is going to be a, you know, a property uh, dispute or something like that. But every once in a while, like in New York right now, they're looking for jurors for the El Chapo trial. I know. But what if, Wouldn't what that if, be amazing? What if I get like on the El Chapo uh, case and all I'm thinking about is, dude, how can I score some cocaine? Right? Oh. Like my entire time there, oh. I'd be like, dude, where Where's do you the get the cocaine? You'd be trying exactly. to get I'm like, hey, the, trying to make eye contact. I'd be exactly. I'd be like sending hand signals, cocaine, cocaine, cocaine. <laughs> hey, where do you go? You know what I mean? And the worst juror, I would yeah. be. But wouldn't, you, but wouldn't you feel good about going in there and taking it seriously and rendering what you thought was a fair, a fair verdict so that justice could be done? Like you could walk out of that courtroom and go, you know what? At least that guy got a fair hearing and guilty or not, at least it was, it was legit. Legitimate. It was considered. I'm confused. I thought we were talking about Omar. <laughs> we are talking about Omar. Okay, my the, bad. The one, the one thing I also will say, like, I don't want to get selected for a jury uh, for a trial like El Chapo's trial because that jury is dead. If he gets found guilty, like, do you oh, not yeah. think be murdered, you'll be sure. murdered for mm-hmm. sure? I do not want to be on that jury and put my life on the line. I mean, that's really just 
one trial out. And of, it's in New and York. It's in you New don't York, have to worry so about calm it. Calm your teas. Yeah, you don't have to yeah. worry about that. But I think you should do it, Omar. I honestly think that you would have an appreciation for the system. And I think it's a, your civic duty to do it. I really do. Or, or. Let me pretend to be you. Yes. We'll commit, oh, we'll commit jury fraud. Oh, I'll yeah. go in there and claim I'm DJ Omar Khan, and I'll sit in and make a verdict. That's as long as, you know, when the judge comes in, you, sell, you say, here come the judge. Here come the judge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I love that. You're going to do I'm it. I'm in. No, You're in I'm going to have Bean for, judge, for doing all the fraud stuff. All right, Bean, you fraud, in? Fraud, 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 I'm in. Fraud, 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 fraud. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. In my defense, you don't have to already start in your defense. <laughs> I'm just saying in my defense, and in Allie's defense as well, we're, do- we're doing the best we can. Right. We're doing live radio. Uh-huh. We're improving. There's no right. script here. We're just, we're having a conversation. We're trying to, we're trying to yuck it up a little bit. Right. And not everything's going to land. Right. Sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so this is a good time for you both. Mm-hmm especially you two, to take it back. <laughs> okay. Like you gave it a try, maybe you realize it didn't work, and you go, okay, my bad. Uh, sure. Okay, but but it's like it's like going to a... Uh... Would you like to take that back? Would you like to take that back? Tell me would you, if you could, you would you, could you take that back? Would you like to take that back? Would you like to take that back? Tell me would you, if you could, you would you, could you take that back? I, I'm not going to lie. I would like to hear what his example was about to be. <laughs> I was just thinking, my bad. Kevin, save me from Mr. Bad Oh, <laughs> shoot. I was saying it's, it would be like going to a shortstop who botched a throw to first base after the game and saying, hey, if you had a chance to do that over again, I bet you would. There's nothing he can do about it. It's already happened. No, it's, already, it's already live. The game has already been no, played. No, but he could, talk to, go back. he could talk to his fans and say, you know what? That was on me. I'm sorry. Sure. Okay. And that might make them feel better. True. All right. Well, let's see what kind of examples you're right. out here. The first example is my man Bean. Mm-hmm. I was doing a story about people are dumb and a guy who left his passport at a murder scene. He left his passport at the crime scene. Oh. And his phone. Oh. Oh. So the police noticed that he was sweating profusely and his hands were shaking. Hmm. So they said, just a minute, let's go back and take a little check. And they did. And he was wanted for murder in that case. Uh-huh. You got any info? And they said, yeah, we have info. It's murder. <laughs> was uh, that the case that they gave him? Oh, oh, go to hell. Would you like to take that back? <laughs> Would you like to take that back? <laughs> Come on. Come on, low-hanging fruit guy. Come on. Uh, like we all didn't think that. Okay. Only uh, one yeah. of us said it. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll take it back. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Next up is Bean. From the same segment. Oh, Bean. People are dumb. This particular one, um, a guy gets smashed and tries to escape on a bicycle. Smashed meaning drunk. <laughs> Burglar drank 24 bottles of beer and Jägermeister and then tried to escape from police on a bike. Oh, no. 24 bottles of beer. How many were left on the wall? Oh, my God. What? You're this just serious? You're oh destroying this. <laughs> Would you like to take that back? <laughs> That was like 30 <laughs> seconds from the one before. <laughs> There's a very popular song <laughs> 99 bottles we of beer on the we wall. And, and you don't need to you explain a, the comedy. Right, we but get how it. often do you get a chance to make a reference to like that? I believe I'm going to stand uh, by 24 wow. bottles of beer. I think I am. You're wow. the worst. I'm okay with that. Guess who's up next? Bean? Oh, come on now. Allie is doing birthdays. Moving on to some birthdays. Cassandra Peterson. Elvira, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Phil Jackson, Baz Luhrmann, and Flo Rida. 
And that's what's happening. I was going to ask, what's up with Flo Rida? You're stupid. File. Would you like to take that back? See, because what's up with Florida? We have a feature on the show, right? Called What's Up with Florida. But she was finished with the full report, and then Mm -hmm. you jumped in with that. With what's up with Flo Rida? (laughs) Too too little, too late. Is that what you're suggesting? All right, I'll throw that one back in the pond. All right. Hmm. Wow, two for three for me. Okay. Next up is Allie. Oh. Oh, thank God. Talking about Liam Neeson. What was the story about him and his horse? He, he oh, yeah. had he a real thought, bond with his horse. He thought a horse recognized him from another movie that he had done with the horse. Right. <laughs> by the way, I do believe that horses would recognize people that they mm-hmm. spent time with. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. But what, Liam is saying that the horse did recognize him, right? He said absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It wound up whinnying and, and started stomping his little hoof. I think nice. I believe that. Okay. Yeah, it's a cute story. Yeah. Right? So we don't want him to rein it in? He doesn't seem unstable? No. <sighs> Thanks, Chip. Would you like to take that back? Rein it in. I mean, seems unstable. unstable. I feel like... Would you like to take that back? If Chip wasn't here, none of you would have caught it. Right. Which means we, it's a win. What? We'd have been yeah. better for it, though. <laughs> Would you like to take that back? No. Okay, this How one's... How about you, Chip? Will you take it back? <laughs> 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 this one is uh, Allie and Bean. Oh, two you both. You both get to answer. Talking okay. about uh, Janet Jackson. Who? I was making fun of her because I didn't realize that she still had any kind of following. Okay. At this point. Dude, she just played the forum like within the last year and a half or something like that. And that place sold out in an instant. People and were going crazy for that And tour. everybody there liked it. Wow, you I'm are not part of the Rhythm Nation. I am no, not. No, you are That's not. Correct. This is I mean, upsetting. What have you done for me lately, Kevin? <sighs> All right, that, that too far. Would you like to take that back? <laughs> I mean, first of all, Allie. Uh-huh. You're not part of the Rhythm Nation. Yeah, I'll take it back. Okay, I was going to say I didn't despise it because at least it worked in the conversation right. of right. the sentence. Yeah, the beans didn't work, so beans. I feel like it lessened mine. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I agree. Bean? I should have exercised better control. Oh, fine. Would you like to take that back? Start the next one. <laughs> next up is uh, Allie. Oh. Oh. She was talking about an auction of celebrity stuff, and mm-hmm. Bean was talking about some stuff that he would buy from an astronaut named, <laughs> <laughs> named Neil Armstrong. I will tell you that I have not perused the whole list, but mm-hmm. you guys have been seeing in the news that uh, Neil Armstrong's sons are putting a lot of his memorabilia, including things that he took to the moon with him, up for sale right now. There's oh, dessert. like Alice? Um, like Alice. That's a great reference to the moon. Oh, I see. I got you. <laughs> I got and you. The fact that Kevin got it. Put it in the file with it way in the file. Prejudice. Horrible. <laughs> way in the file. <laughs> Would you like to take that back? How do I get in trouble for recognizing the reference? How do I get made fun of for that? Here's the thing. You, oh, like Alice? You laughed, Would you like to take that back? You laughed so hard at that because it was so stupid. Yes. Things yeah. that he brought to the moon. Oh, like Alice? That is so it's dumb. It's so stupid. And also, Bean didn't get it because it was poorly done. How dare and it was you. a reference Would from the like 1950s, by the way, which no one listening now even Nobody knows you what the hell me. you were talking about. You should have gotten that of all, all people. people. should have gotten it. And for that, I'm keeping it. All right. Wow. Yeah, suck all it. Right. Guess who's up next? Allie. Oh. We were talking, uh, I think it was yesterday, about the finale of, uh, not the finale, but the last episode of The Walking Dead uh-huh. with Rick Grimes. 
It was good to see all of those old characters come back in the last last episode. Yeah, it was really fun. especially Herschel. It was well done. Since, no, since I hated we Herschel, we, but we, that was a actor, really moving scene, just, though. Yeah, because the actor just died yeah. a couple yeah. months ago. Mm-hmm. It's really I'm touching. So, I'm so glad we got a chance to see him again. Yeah, and with both legs, right? Just talking about the show, you guys. Brings Herschel Walker to real life. Get <laughs> <laughs> his no. legs back. It's not. No? Nope. I didn't love it either. <laughs> you didn't even like it at the time. Why did I accept that? that was I don't know. It's so stupid. I don't know why you would have said Herschel that. Herschel Walker? <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Just, I'll take it back all day. That all right. Off. I, I feel like you should be fined for that one. <laughs> oh, take it easy. You both had equal numbers. Uh, <laughs> now we bring comedian Brad Williams on the air. Hey, Brad. Oh. All right. I, I don't even think we should go to me. We should go back to Herschel Walker and put another 10 minutes on that. Just spend some more time on that? <laughs> it was awful. So Brad's in the file. Brad huh? is in the file. Yeah, he filled in for Allie one day. Okay. And uh, mm-hmm. he was doing birthdays, and this tragedy happened. Let's get to some celebrities' birthdays. So, let's get to some celebrity birthdays. Oh, don't worry, he's not live. We'll play back. There's mm-hmm. a plural there. Yeah, we'll fix it in post. Malone. Ha ha ha. Get out. Fix it in post. That, that's a man who's drowning. Malone. <laughs> that's what that is. And we were like story on post Malone that day. I'm sorry? We, we we were doing a story on Post Malone that day. And that helps somehow? Habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does it, though? I mean, it's, no, but it's not. It's not, not, a, it's not a great advertisement for like getting people to go watch my Netflix special, The Degenerates, if that's the example of comedy that I'm giving them. Would you like to take that back? So, yes, I'm going to take that one back. All right. Ah, okay. okay. All right. You I made think the right a, decision. I think that's a record for people who took stuff back today. Yeah, we did. Well, we have a lot to be embarrassed about. <laughs> <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. King of Mexico. Sup? Sorry, did we wake you? Nah, I'm good. How you guys? Are you high right now? Are you high? Nah, I'm okay. chilling. Why are you acting high? How about good, not man. chilling now that we're talking about to you on the air? Feel good, dude. Okay. Got, got a nap in yesterday. Great. Got some votes in. Yeah. All right. Some votes? Yeah, votes. Great. <laughs> Dave uh, brought up something uh, off the air yesterday that we thought was worth bringing in, and that is that his girlfriend steals mm. like a raccoon. Mm. No, 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 not stop her. Stop taking stuff that's not hers. Not, it's not her at all. Oh, She's I'm a sorry. Klepto. It's me. It's what? me. I ask her to bring stuff home. Right. So she steals for you. Okay, yeah. but let's stop using the word steal in this particular case, because yeah, okay. in a hotel, in a nice hotel... You're technically allowed to take the stuff, the lotion and well, the yeah, the, the lotion, stuff. And shampoos, the stuff the is soaps. put out there for you to use. I don't think the intention is for you to take full bottles home that you have. They're not. Opened. They're tiny little size bottles. They're yeah, and they're home. the ones that are already there, so you know they just refill them anyway. So you know you use one shampoo, they're gonna just refill it, and and I just take it home with me. So what's okay. wrong with that? Well, um. Do you buy any of those products then, or does this replace you buying those products? No. So uh, the reason why I bring this home is because, you know, stuff is expensive. Like shampoo is expensive, soap, lotions. Right. And if if we go somewhere where there's cool products that I'm never, ever going to buy, like Mm -hmm. I'm not buying a Hermes shampoo or or lotion, and if they're available, I'm going to bring them home so I could use them. Aveda, 
Thomas Roth. So if you go to a nice place, they have these products, and then you can take them home and use better products than you would pay then for. Then I would pay for it, yeah, because I would never pay for them. Like, an Aveda lotion is like $40, and I'm not going to buy that. Wow. Yeah. This, this makes Davis, total sense to me. Right? Dave yeah. is staying at way nicer hotels than I am, because <laughs> yeah. the places that I stay are using the cheapest, well, generic shampoos Motel 6 doesn't of, really go all out, be available. <laughs> Look, what even, hotel is putting $40 lotions in their room? Oh, dude. Like, the kind that Marriott stays at? The Marriott's do it. Uh, Sheraton's do it. And yeah, you just take a couple here and there and and boom. You got a collection and it's good. That's why Hasselhoff stays there. <laughs> right? And no, no one else does this? I mean, am I the only one who... who and it saves me a little cash, dude. Like, well, I haven't I bought have lotion shamp- in a long time. I have shampoo at home. I don't need to take it from a hotel and take it home. It's not well, as good, though, Bean. Yeah, I have shampoo at home, too, and it's pretty dope. I definitely take the better lotions. Right. And I keep them in my purse. It's it's now my travel lotion. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I support Dave in this. And it's, Thank you. It's, they're fine with it, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And there have been times, I will say this, when you're walking and you're leaving and you walk by their little carts right there. Oh, and you, pocket you, full. Oh, I don't take them. I'll pocket say, full. can I have one oh. of these? And the woman is usually very kind about it. So you take it and... Mm-hmm. I've already left a tip on my pillow, so she's going to go in and be like, hey, hey, glad I gave her extra lotion. <laughs> See, that's just what you do. <laughs> yeah. Dave, do you, by the way, we're going to, uh, the topic on the table is going to be, how do we? How are we phrasing this, Kevin? You don't seem to like the well, word steal. Well, things here. you steal to save money, but in this particular case, maybe it's not necessarily stealing where they're mm-hmm. waiting at the door to make sure you don't have lotion. You know what right. I mean? But you okay. take stuff because you want to save money. Well, listen, I, I've known people who have stayed at, at, at at a hotel like the Wynn and they have fantastic pillows mm. and they know they're going to get charged for it so they'll just take the pillow. Like, take the pillow? Yeah, Who's heard of that? Why do you bring the pillows pillow? are amazing there. The, the beds are amazing yes. too. It's the most comfortable bed I've yeah. ever slept and in. And they give you like 40 pillows so you're just like, oh, I'll just take one and they're going to charge me for it anyways. That's a little different. But What do you mean they're going to charge you for it anyway? They're going to charge you if you don't take it. Because they know the pillow's missing so they'll just put it on your, your room You say bill. that they're going to charge you for it anyway so you take it. No, no, That's no, not no, the case. They'll take it then set it so they don't have to find that pillow. Because people are crazy. I've known people who who have uh, taken uh, uh, the 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 clocks because they they love it, you know. Right. And, and so they'll just take stuff like that. Um, They'd rather be charged for it than have to go out and find it somewhere. Exactly. And buy it somewhere exactly. Else. I guess because they already know they like it. They love yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. But um, they all dude, I, I haven't bought shampoo in so long or lotion. And we've been wanting to talk to you about your hygiene, Dave. <laughs> Why is your hair so nasty? No, no, I have shampoo because of all these oh. little uh, travel size bottles, and it's awesome. I all posted right. a picture on our Twitter of, of a little bit of my collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a collection, do you? I have a collection, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's a lot. <laughs> we want to hear from you if there's something that you're taking home to save money. I guess that's what we're looking for. I have like an end you- table, and I have some some cur- <laughs> curtains <laughs> and some light fixtures. I, I got those. <laughs> so, and I bet there have to be people, you can remain anonymous, there have to be people who help themselves to things at work, too, I would sure. imagine, right? They're bringing home, I don't know, coffee from the kitchen or toilet paper or <laughs> Highlighters. something, Highlighters. Right? Oh, bringing home Highlighters. toilet paper from work is fantastic. Oh, yeah. so that would be so embarrassing. <laughs> Five two zero one zero six seven. Let's take one call before the break, and let's make it our friend Stephanie. She's on line one. She's in Encino. Let's see what she has to weigh in on about here. Hey, Stephanie. Good morning. Okay, my roommate takes anything and everything he can, whether it's hotels, work, restaurants, everything. What kind of stuff does he steal from restaurants? 
Okay, so like right now in our pantry, we have no less than three Tabasco sauces that have the Chipotle label on the front. Okay. <laughs> These are full size? Are they... Yeah, but like the little ones that they have at the, the counter at Chipotle. Yeah, those okay. are little ones though, right? Yeah, the little ones. Yeah, yeah, but oh. I don't think those are yet to be taken home. I don't know. No, those are, probably not. Well, those are those are bottles. Got, this isn't this isn't like taking the little packets. This is taking actual bottles from a restaurant. That's like stealing silverware. But Stephanie, right. labels, I've done that. Labeled with Oh no, we've got silverware. Oh, oh. we've got silverware. Yes. Oh yeah. Right. No, silverware. Yeah, and and where was the last time you right bought uh, <laughs> uh was it hot sauce? Right? You haven't bought it in a while. It's saving you money. I back your roommate. Oh, God. I mean, okay, you're on Dave's good. side, Stephanie. Uh, no, 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 not me, not me. Hate to no, tell no, you no, no, not me. Your boyfriend. Okay, gotcha. Roommate. Okay. Roommate. All right, take it easy. Ooh. Ooh. I have Downgraded <laughs> to roommate. Ooh, right? She's against her roommate. <laughs> Kevin, she's against her roommate. She's not on Dave's side. She doesn't like it. She thinks it's bad that he's doing this. Yes. Okay. But she's, right. okay. she's wrong because it's saving her money. Is it? Yes. All right. That's what, uh, wow, that uh, sounds like he's just cleaning out everywhere he goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Places empty. Salt, salt and pepper shakers? Just taking it all with you. All right. 1-800-520-1067. What do you steal like Dave does? We'll take your calls next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Let's take one phone call. We're talking about you steal stuff because you're cheap. Brian is on the phone from Westminster. Hi, Brian. Well done, sir. All right, you win. Kevin, it's energy. We've unleashed energy into the world. I'm just thinking about Dave. Every time he checks out of a hotel, he has to hire a moving van to come in and take the lamps and the radios. Put the mattress over there. (laughs) <laughs> Take the art off the wall. I mean, he just cleans that place out. He does, yeah. Maid comes in the next day. There's nothing left. Bare I help walls. her out. I help her out. That's nice. Yeah. Take, taking your calls at 1-800-520-1067. What do you steal to save money? Sarah writes in on the Kevin and Bean Twitter account, at Kevin and Bean. Every time we go to dinner at Red Robin, we have to bring home their bougie salt and pepper shakers because they have built-in grinders. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't think they're yours to just take, Sarah. And how many does she have? <laughs> you see, those are salt and pepper shakers you need. <laughs> those are about seven bucks each, so I get it. You know? But you don't get it, though, I because mean, I get... they're, they're meant to be used by the next customer that sits down at Sarah's table, too. Yeah, but you get a salt and pepper shaker, a grinder, and salt and pepper. Come on. Mm. I mean, we understand the concept. <laughs> we know how, th- how th- theft works, Dave. <laughs> If I break into your car and steal your phone, I can go, hey, it was worth it. I got a free phone out of a deal. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> All right. Let's try, uh, gosh, we got some good ones here. Let's uh, let's try Rich in Laguna Hills. How about that? All right. Good He's morning. line six. Oh, sorry. Wrong Rich. Um, hi, Rich. There you go. Hi hey, there. What's up, Kevin and Bean? You, uh, you steal? Do you? Uh, yeah, well, well kind of. So I do uh, AV, so audiovisual uh, servicing. So I go to different corporate uh, businesses, and uh, they always have, like, those mugs with their logos on it. So I'll mm-hmm. take a few of those since they're there. And uh, But mainly it's catering. Since they all these corporate uh, companies have catering, I'll walk out with, like, pizza boxes, trays full of pasta, and then I save money on eating. <laughs> save not money on up eating. Plate. He's taking straight-up trays wow. out. Wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, they're good. They're free, technically. 
I mean, sure. <laughs> anything technically free because you steal them. Anything you steal is free, technically. <laughs> yeah. You can't really stop somebody from walking out with a full pizza box anyways. Like, what do you tell them? Hey, you're stealing a pizza. You can't really say that. So they just, they look at me weird, but at the end of the day, I get a whole pizza. So, hey. Wait, so at the end of the day, he gets a whole pizza. <laughs> right? All right, Rich. Thank you for the call. Let's try Jennifer. She's in Los Angeles Line 7, please. Speaking of food. Hey, Jennifer. Hi. Hi there. Thanks for holding on. What uh, What do you steal? Oh, not me. My HR manager. Ah. She steals frozen foods from the fridge. What? what? Oh. Who do you turn in who in, her into? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but she she just goes in there and goes, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Oh, this looks good. And then she just pops it in the microwave oh. and eats. That's some nonsense oh, right man. there. What if this our is... HR person is doing that too? Just sending out the notice like, you guys better stop right? it. <gasps> this is why you should spit in all your food, you guys. I don't think yes, that's... Spit in all your food, no, yes. That is what we're saying. All your food is it... It won't hurt you, but you'll get satisfaction if somebody steals yours. Okay. Thank you very much for the call. We appreciate it. Thank you, Jennifer. All right. Let's go to Emma Line 4, Los Angeles. I think this is one even Dave is going to disagree with. Hey, Emma. (laughs) Hi. How are you guys doing today? Hey, thief. We're doing well. (laughs) What are you taking? Okay. So, every time, this is a family affair. The whole family's in on it. Every time we go to Vegas, we stay at the Golden Nugget, and their pool towels are amazing. But you're not allowed to take them out of the pool, so we have to, like, casually, all of us will walk out with our pool towels. And we go the whole family, and we're always coming home with about five or six nice, big, fluffy pool towels. And this is my mother-in-law. She's the mastermind of it all. She likes the comforters. They're very soft. Comforter? <laughs> Come on. No. Oh com- How do you get a comforter out of there? <laughs> okay, so this is for everyone listening because you guys got to start doing this. No, you don't. You gotta, you gotta call the hotel and tell them your comforter's dirty. And then what they do is you gotta say there's throw up on it. They'll give you a bag to put the old comforter in, mm-hmm. and then they'll give you a new one. But they don't really keep track of all this, so you just take the bag, and they never come back for it, and you put your comforter in your bag wherever you want. And now you have a comforter, and you're not getting charged. Listen oh to the joy. joy. She's so happy. Joy. <laughs> and what do you think What do you think that comforter costs the hotel? A hundred bucks, probably? Not I don't know, but we give them more than enough money at the at the oh, casino oh, and at the oh, that's how you okay. justify it. All right, <laughs> okay. Towels like and comforters. That's a family affair. It's a lot of Emma. work. <laughs> Emma, we will see you in hell, my dear. <laughs> All right, I can't wait. I hope you guys have a great day. <laughs> you too. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> The Kevin and Bean Show, K Rock. We've been hearing from uh, some listeners just ahead of Allie's What's Happening here that are confused about when the tickets go on sale for the Saturday uh, and Sunday, December 8th and 9th dates at the Forum. It's Friday at noon. Uh, the K Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas. We've been saying Friday at it's noon. It's Friday at noon. But I've been reminded that uh, we have a piece of tape here that may throw that into question a little bit. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Tickets are sale uh, Friday, 10 at noon. Friday, 10 at noon? Why would I say that? (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) That was a moment (laughs) with Kevin. So what is it? It's Friday at noon. noon? No, it's Friday at noon. 
just 12 noon. It's noon on Friday. Mm-hmm. Noon on Friday. Mm-hmm. Not 10 at noon at all. Correct. That doesn't okay. even exist. That's not a thing. In Hawaii. <laughs> what about in Hawaii? Yeah. yeah. Good question. All right. <laughs> all right. 7.52. Allie's here. What's happening? So a new chapter in Breaking Bad is in the works. Sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that Breaking Bad creator Vince Gilligan is working on a two-hour movie, although it remains unclear if that's going to be a theatrical release or made for television. Nobody's talking about this, but there's all these rumors floating around. It's unclear if the movie is going to be another prequel like uh, AMC's Better Call Saul or a follow-up of some sort. Also, we don't know if any of the original stars, Brian Cranston, Aaron Paul, are on board as well. So But they have to be. They'd have to be. I would think well, so. Yeah, if it's if it's especially if it's a prequel, right? Them leading up to it, getting their whole backstories. I mean I mm-hmm. I guess, but then yeah. you might not need them to play younger them. I don't know. That's true. Hmm. I don't know. I hope so. I'm just saying. Brian Cranston's the best. He's the best. The best. I am the one who knocks. See, right there. Right. And he knocks, which is so kind. It's he doesn't nice. just barge right in. And he probably doesn't steal, you know, lotions from hotels. Oh, I bet he does. Comforters? Yeah. You could tell. He's, he's got a streak in him, for sure. <laughs> so, sure, it's 2018, but this just happened on Friday night at Rogers Place in Edmonton, Canada. It was during a Jack White show, and a woman, Allison McIver, kissed her girlfriend. That's when an usher approached her and her friend physically inserting herself between them and said, saying, give me some of that saying this is not allowed here oh dear lord yeah not a not a great situation uh to be had it wound up being a, obviously a very big story in canada and the show's organizers oilers entertainment group have apologized profusely wrong call absolutely but jack white just posted this on his instagram And it's a picture of a couple kissing at a Beatles concert. And he said, this photo is a lesbian couple sharing a kiss at a Beatles concert in 1964, while the rest of the crowd screamed for the band. This is one of my favorite photos because of how beautiful the situation is. They are hiding in plain sight. It's 2018 now, and two people expressing affection should not have to hide. The news that two women were stopped from kissing during my show in Edmonton really disappointed me. At the next show in Calgary, I dedicated the song Love Interruption to the two women and encouraged everyone in the crowd to kiss their loved ones. Let's promote love and acceptance wherever and whenever we can. That's awesome. Shut up. Kiss me. <laughs> I don't know. That's, so, that's what we're saying. I'm just saying. Jack White. Yeah, that's great. <sighs> I'd smooch him. Kiss the girl. All right. right. Thank you so much for all that. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Just kiss. Bang, 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 uh, bang. No one's saying that yet. Oof. I mean, it's a lot of bangs falling up that kiss. <laughs> must have been a great kiss. <laughs> well, Rodney's a goer. You he know sure that. is. I have heard that. So, Sleepless in Seattle, you guys. Remember that flick? Yes. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the best-known rom-coms, wouldn't you say? Sure, sure. Well, it is set to return to theaters next month. That's for the film's 25th anniversary. The Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks classic will be back in theaters to celebrate that quarter century. Fathom Events and Sony Pictures are bringing it back to nearly 400 theaters for just two days, December 2nd and the 5th at 4 p.m., and 7 p.m. And there's a brand new introduction by Meg Ryan and the producer of the film, Gary Foster, that will be played 
before the film, probably to say, hey, thanks. Thanks for watching. It's one of those movies that whenever it's on, I have to watch it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. Tom Hanks is just, he's peak Tom Hanks in it. He's pretty great. I so do wonder, uh, I mean, obviously these, hey, we'll put it back in theater for a day or two, must mm-hmm. be successful because they keep doing it. Right. But when you've had a movie like that that's been available on TV and in so many other different formats for the last 25 years, I wonder what the incentive is for a bunch of people to get together and go out and see it on the big Hey, I thought you loved love. Right. I do love love. Uh-huh. We'll but, step it up. Sleepless in Seattle is a romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you gain by seeing it on a big screen again when you can see it at home. You know what I mean? I mean, do I want to watch peak Tom Hanks on my little television or huge in front of me? Right? Okay. And all those all right. sweeping scenes um, in Seattle that are beautiful. And then when they go to New York, all those sweeping scenes. <gasps> right? Sounds like you would enjoy it in a theater. <laughs> I really would. For just two corrected. days. December 2nd and 5th at 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. Well, this uh, this interview with British Vogue that Zayn Malik did from um, One Direction kind of leads me to believe that he will not um, be joining One Direction if they decide to reunite. Okay. Because, uh, as you know, One Direction fans, he was the first to officially leave the band. And um, he basically said, even though he spent five years in the band, he never felt like he made any friends. That's sad. I feel like that's awful. (laughs) So he said he never really made friends with Luis, Nile, Harry, Liam, and Jimbo. Jimbo Uh and Franklin. Um, He said he's always been a little bit like that, though. Always a bit of an island. I don't like to confer with too many people. Okay, well, that's on you then. He then was asked if he ever sees the rest of the guys, and this is where I just thought, oh, it's over. He said, nah, I ain't spoke to any of them for a long time, to be honest with you. It's just the way it is. There's things that happen, things that were said after I left, snide things, small things I never would have expected. Snide things. <gasps> then he didn't go into detail. I want to know what the snide things were. You know, they were like little meaningless things. Right? Look at him. He thinks he's all cool dating Gigi <laughs> Hadid. Something like that. Sure. But yeah, so uh, sad news for you One Directioners. I don't think they're all getting back together. Do they all need to be together to be the One Directioners like we were talking about Spice Girls? Yeah, I don't get do they need that? Could they go on as think, One Direction without I him? They could, but I think you I think you want Zane. I think if you're a One Direction fan, you want Zane. I mean, as long as you really have Harry, who do you need? Right? That's what I say. No Harry, no peace. You've seen my t-shirt. Sure. Yeah. Many times. Your dress. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, with his face everywhere. Yep. Oh. Some birthdays for you. Adam Devine, David Guetta, and Lord. You'll never be Chicken in my blood It's only drops and vapes and dust It's just a different kind of burst To me and be your ruler <laughs> That's tough when we heard that with uh, that Lord song without the auto-tune for the first time <laughs> It's not true What is that? It sounded like Miss Piggy on a bender <laughs> That was amazing Play it again I can't play it again What? What kind of system you have up there? Down there, wherever you are. One that requires a few seconds. You in another room? That is Miss Piggy. 
Is there any drops and vape and dust? Is there a different kind of buzz to me and be your ruler? <laughs> she sounds great. It's amazing. Yeah. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. All right, you guys. Let's invest. Let's make some money. It's time for Omar's Jank Tank. Welcome to the Jank Tank, where these janky investors will either help you fund your janky project or tell you to f*** right off. DJ Omar Khan, a handsome and debonair real estate mogul and also CEO at DJ Omar Khan Productions, where he produces high-end events. What? And he's a really good DJ, so you should book him for your next event at DJOmarKhan.com. Kevin Ryder, the self-proclaimed king of Las Vegas, where he plays poker and does pretty well, but then hits the crazy horse and donates all his winnings. <laughs> so who should you turn to to fund your lun? Bean Baxter, the wolf on Wall Street, who's invested a bunch of money in Twitter stock, but has actually lost money on the deal. <sighs> I am not a winner. And Ali McKay, who doesn't know how to balance a checkbook. Suck it. Those are your janks. <laughs> now let's get into the jank tank. That's right. I'm a huge fan of the Shark Tank, and these are all real products, and they're all on Kickstarter. And the first one I want to bring to you is the Crunch Cup, the world's greatest portable cereal cup. No spoon, no no bowl, no mess, no BS. We don't always have time for breakfast when we get up in the morning, even cereal. You might be one of those people that skips breakfast entirely. Those days are over. We couldn't believe there wasn't a viable option to eat your cereal on the go, so we made one. This is the Crunch Cup. Let's hear a little of the Kickstarter. This whole spoon and bowl thing just doesn't work out. Plus, it makes your cereal soggy. The Crunch Cup keeps your cereal crunchy, separating the milk and the cereal until it hits your mouth. Just add milk to the outer cup, add your cereal in the inner cup, twist on the lid, add the cap, and you're ready to crunch. Are you guys Wait, in? Huh? Are, Are you, you guys drinking out? your cereal? So, yeah, exactly. It's in like in a little tumbler and it has uh, an inner in, uh, inner layer and an outer layer. The inner layer has the cereal. The outer layer has the milk. When you tilt it and you drink it, it has the proper cereal to milk ratio in every uh, drink. Yeah. I feel like you could choke. Like if you're like drinking Cheerios, mm -hmm. maybe you get too mm -hmm. many Cheerios in your throat. It's I, a, it, Go I've spilled cereal in my car a hundred mm -hmm. times, and for that reason, yeah. I am in. You're in? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. Wait, Kevin, do you say that because you tried to drive while eating a bowl <laughs> no. of cereal? Don't be ridiculous. Who would do that? You. You just <laughs> admitted to it. Sounds like you just said that. <laughs> it's kind of messy. It can be messy. I feel um, like if they had a spoon that was attached to the little thermos that, that I could take off. defeats the purpose, though. Well, you just drink it. With yeah. one, you can just one-hand it. Who drinks cereal? You can now. Exactly. With the Crunch Cup, lady. What's well, wrong with you? Because you're going to get it in your mouth and then you have to like chew it from there. It's not like you're drinking it. There, it I'm, No. I'm yeah, turned on right now. I know. It's, <laughs> it's really hard to, to drink something and then chew. Well, I feel like if you have something going down your throat, you want it to go. <laughs> this segment can never end. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm a no. Okay. Yeah. Bean? I agree with the uh, the lady. What? I am also a hard no on drinking my cereal. It just it seems unwieldy and messy to have it's it just come out. It's the opposite of unwieldy. No, 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 no. It's the perfect thing because, for bean. No, because if you are using a spoon, you control the tiny amount of cereal that, that you're putting in your point. mouth one <laughs> mouthful at a time, yeah. as opposed to pouring it in and, yeah. and you know filling up your whole mouth yeah. with it. That's just that's a gagger. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a total gagger. Yeah. All right, let's. I'm, 
I'm dead out on that. Okay, let's move on to the Swanky. Oh. What? The Swanky. This Svanky. is this is the heated ice cream scoop. Let's hear from the Kickstarter campaign. Let's face it. Getting the ice cream out of the tub is a struggle. Introducing Swanky, the world's first electrically heated ice cream scoop with just a press of a button. Swanky helps you serve the perfect round scoop of ice cream right into your bowl. It goes through the hardest of ice creams, like a hot knife through butter, so you can serve the roundest scoop of ice cream. Now, we've all been there. Oh, yeah. Where you take out the ice cream from mm-hmm. the freezer, sure. and it's way too hard, and you either have to get your little scooper and put it in hot water, right. or let it chill out for like five minutes. No, you put it in the microwave mm-hmm. for 17 seconds. Boom, it's ready. Oh. 17. That's, <laughs> what, I, that's what I do, too, by the way. Was really? that too much information? I had no that's idea. That's what I do, too. Yep, wow. put it in the microwave. You just put it in the microwave and it softens it right up. Are you serious? Yes. I had no yeah. idea. What? You had yeah, no what idea. You do. What? Really? Okay. Kind of a monster. However, <laughs> with with the swanky, yes. you Why eliminate you call the it swanky. I don't when like she the says name swanky. She says swanky. Because it's labeled, it's swanky on here. Oh, it is a SV. Mm. Yeah, okay. it's swanky. Uh, but the, that this eliminates that extra step. Right. I mean, it I, adds a different extra step, Omar. No, because you're still using a scoop. <laughs> That you have to plug in. No, it's a it's a charger. You charge. You just leave it charging. As a thirty minute charging. Um, I will timer. say this: it does sound like it t- takes less time mm-hmm. than taking the mm-hmm. ice cream out of the freezer and then putting it in the microwave and then setting it and then pulling it back out. And yeah. with and this, for that reason, I am in. Nice. With this, you're getting the perfect scoop. If you're taking it out of the microwave, you're going to get some like wet ickies in there. I so mean, it's not going to be the if perfect. An, if you're an amateur, sure. I'm just saying, I think this is a great idea. I think I'm in on the spanky. Oh, oh, and, nice. I'm, and I'm lactose intolerant, so that is a huge deal. Sweet. Bean? All right. I have one follow-up question, if I could, Omar, mm-hmm. and that is how effective is running your ice cream scooper under the hot water? Does it work about the same as this will work if I buy this product? No, it takes a, because you're not when you want ice cream, you want it right away, so you have to you know kind of like run the water, let it heat up, and mm-hmm. it, it, it's never it takes a, a good while. yeah, and then it's, it's never wet good temperature. Ice cream. Yeah, it's right. not okay. good. It's a nightmare. Yeah, I think um, I think this is a good idea. Oh, I think wow. I am also in. Nice. Okay. All right. I think I'm, I mean I don't feel like I need it. I don't need another oh, utility but you in, have it, you'll go, in yes. my fridge. Mm-hmm. I think I would use it if I had it for sure. Cool. Awesome. Good, right, good one. Good job, Svanky. <laughs> All right. The next one is the inflatable travel jumpsuit. It has over 15 features, including a fully inflatable hood and neck pillow for a restful sleep on those uncomfortable plane seats. Other features include pull-down snooze cap, rear zipper, for easy bathroom breaks, detachable chest pockets for important travel documents. Let's hear some of the audio. With the inflatable neck pillow being integrated inside the actual jumpsuit, it's always there and you don't have to worry about bringing your own pillow. You can actually inflate the entire hood itself. It creates a 360 degree pillow around your entire head. If two zippers was enough, we've added a third one to allow you to close the hood while still keeping an opening for the mouth. The rear exit solution. Like all of our previous models, the travel jumpsuit has the double zipper on the front, which makes it easy for the boys. But for the girls and for number two, it's been more complicated. After 10 years, the solution is finally here. Rex, rear exit solution. And the screen zipper opening on the back of the jumpsuit, which mm. solves all of your problems. So I don't do much traveling, but I know you guys travel a lot. Do you guys think this jumpsuit is a good idea? I do need a rear exit solution. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, my thing is that it's really difficult to 
take as much stuff as you have to travel? This is yeah. another thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But with this, you're eliminating a pillow. You're eliminating all the things that you would put in a bag because you're putting it in your little pockets. I don't know. Mm. I feel like this is smart. And the picture, it's kind of cute. It's like not a bad looking jumpsuit. Yeah, I think this is a girl. I think this is a girl product. I do. I was just going to say I was in before you said that. Uh, well, you but it doesn't matter a, if it's going to make money. That's all that matters if you guys yeah. think it's a good product. Oh, good, yeah. good point. I, I can't see wearing a jumpsuit with a hoodie every time I fly. Mm. I just can't. But I what think if I, it was super soft? <laughs> like you were laying on pillows. And it has I'm the a, rear exit solution. Right. right. Uh, it does have the rear exit solution. I'm afraid uh, I could be wrong on this, but it's not something I need or want. I think mm. I, uh, for that reason, I am out. Okay. Do you know how much we'd be selling these for? No. Okay. <laughs> that was a dumb question. I'm sorry I asked it. I th- I think I'm in. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm in. You use it? Um, somebody just said that the headrest was the worst part of the seat in an airplane. The Remember dirtiest. Oh, yeah. The dirtiest part. Mm-hmm. This wraps your entire head. Boom. For You're that in? reason, I'm in. Awesome. Cool. All right, guys. Well, thanks for janking it up. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean. K-U-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Let me tell you what passes for uh, breezy chit-chat with Phil Kogan. He's... <laughs> He steps in, and within the first 30 seconds, he's already got humanity extinct on the planet. That's true. And he, already, and he already has the Earth rejuvenating without us. I was about to pay you guys a compliment and say how proud I am that you've had an upgrade. That yep. you've, you're in these oh, new, the new studio. Yeah, you're moved, in these yeah. new digs because mm-hmm. this is the first time. And 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 you're gonna start in on me like that straight away. I'm saying, I'm saying, we do just, what we do, Phil. Okay, <laughs> I, that's why I keep coming back because I just love the abuse. Oh, how I've missed being abused by you guys. Oh, it's, it's not Thank abuse. You. It's just that you have such a unique perspective on the world because you've seen all of it because you traveled everywhere and you know what's going on. But I mean, you basically walked in here and said, "Climate change, guys, we're all dead." Uh, <laughs> That's how we started. Wow. Way to just encap. I mean, this is why we have courts and why we Correct. have to have the, the you know, the, uh, you, I don't know. I, um, you're not, you're not a good witness to what just happened. That's correct. Okay. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Uh, what are you <laughs> drinking? Okay. okay. Well, right. we, we don't wow. know well, what we're doing. All right. Well, all right. <laughs> See, I was so I was curious why. Oh, you were asking me yeah, what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Here. Come I on. Didn't realize. You're the only one drinking. Yeah, that's true. Just straight yeah. vodka. Hey, Phil, what are your thoughts on California going to the polls yesterday and voting for year-round daylight saving time? Now, I know there's a lot of steps that have to happen, including federal uh, approval before that happens. But were you for that or against that? You know, I don't really care, uh, to be honest with you. Because, no, the reason I say that, I don't mean to be flippant. It's just that I am changing time zones so many times in my life. I don't. I just get told whatever the time is, and I just deal with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you have jet jet lag ever now? I'm. That's all I you this, do is travel around. I have this perpetual thing where I'm tired, but I'm not sure whether it's I'm tired because I don't get enough sleep, or I'm tired because I've changed time zones. I'm not really sure, but I do believe in democracy, and I do believe that <laughs> that that's good. That, wow. <laughs> which is a good thing. Yeah. Okay. No, but my thing is, if everybody, if if the majority wants to make a change, I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. I'm totally good with that. So I will just adapt. I'm not going to okay. fight that. It doesn't really affect me. But I mean, right. I, you know the history of why, you know, we had the whole shift in, in the first place, um, daylight saving. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think? <laughs> 
Well, Bean only brings it up because it's one of his pet peeves, which is that people say daylight savings with an S. Yeah, he That's got why I bring it up. He got, he, got a, it's say, he got a total boner when Phil said it right. Yeah, exactly. Well, of course Phil it. said it right. Yeah. Phil's a smart man. Well, no, yeah. I bring it up because it's stupid that we still have it in 2018. We're not farmers anymore, okay? okay. No, I, I, no I, I hear you. I hear you. I mean, uh, I feel like it's a, a lesser issue. However, I totally agree. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of excited about uh, what other things we might be able to get to happen in, in the world. Um, and I and I got to say, it was a pretty powerful day yesterday all around, no matter what side you were on, just to see mm-hmm. democracy at work. You know, I come from yeah. New Zealand and 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 the coverage and being able to follow what was going on. And I just feel that this could have been the most impactful election ever and to see people speak like that i mean just thank goodness we have an, an electoral system in place where we have a voice regardless yes, of what freedom side you're on. even though fewer amazing. than half yeah. of us showed up at the polls yesterday we do have a freedom well get- a lot more in in terms of of young people than we've seen before i mean my daughter's yeah, 22 Correct. and I just feel that they're invested in ways that maybe when we were 22, we weren't. And mm-hmm. they understand, right. they're voting for things that we didn't care about because we were drinking vodka like you used to. I mean, honestly, yeah. that's Absolutely. true. Yeah. Phil, you're Still. a U.S. citizen now? I, I am not. Uh, oh. My my daughter is. Um, mm-hmm. No, it's to just do, it actually just, it's to do with the with the taxes. I mean, they changed the rules on the taxes. and it. And oh, is that right? It, yeah, so even if I went back to live in New Zealand, I'd be responsible for paying taxes forever. And by the way, I have... In no, America? Uh, yeah. What? I pay my taxes. I'm a, I'm just want you to know before you kick me out, I'm a, I am a legal alien and I pay my taxes and I have no problem paying my taxes. Okay. It's, it's just that if I ever want to go back to New Zealand to live, I, I just have to pay taxes in New Zealand. I don't have to, can, you know, I have to pay taxes if here, if I'm not living here. Ah. No wonder you have so many jobs. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. No wonder right? you never put out work. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm a law abiding citizen and I pay my taxes willingly. I, I believe everybody deserves an education and I believe everybody should have health care. Are you are running for beliefs. president or Apparently, what's yeah. happening yeah, right now? How did we get to this? You're the one that started with all of this. Why am I here? You're here oh, for that's right. To get No, to get abused oh, by you guys. Right. That's right, yeah. This no is, abuse, nothing but love. This show, Explorer on National Geographic, I feel like I've watched many different times throughout the years. You know it. Right? I do. Yeah. You know it. I say that I'm hosting Explorer now and that's the first thing that comes out of people's mouth. They, they just immediately go into the theme. So, there you yeah. go. Wow. Wow, the producing on the show is good. No, he's that playing was, that. that. He's was, playing that live. Mm-hmm. I, I, he's got oh, a full he's really orchestra right there. in his own. Okay, yeah. I love yeah. that. So, yeah, so this documentary series, uh, Explorer, goes back to the mid-80s, 85, longest-running documentary series in television history. Won something like 50 Emmys, the series. Wow. Um, and when I first came to America, it was the show that I really gravitated towards. Oh, is that right? And when I was 24, I I pitched a story for National Geographic Explorer. Um, and one reason or another, I ne- didn't end up making it for National Geographic. I, I made it for somebody else. But 25 years later, when I was made the host of the show, the first call sheet that I got was the exact story that I had pitched to them is 25 right? years no, before. Sir. Yeah, That's to go amazing. to the Florida Everglades and track the Florida Panther. That's fantastic. Wow. And I saw it on the sheet, and I was like, man, my 25-year-old self, if I'd seen that, I wouldn't have believed it. But 
Did they do God that as kind of like a tip of the a cap to you, or did they no, have no, no idea? Nobody, no, they nobody did it so he'd shut up. It was, yeah. oh, stop emailing us, dude. Wow. <laughs> You've been pitching this thing for 25 years. We'll do it. We'll do it. Okay. So Just shut why, the guy up. Why did you care so much about tracking that particular animal in that particular part of the world? Well, it was a couple of things. I read Al Gore's book, Earth in the Balance, which, if you haven't read, is a great book. I mean, he's quite a visionary in terms of the way he saw what was going to happen to the Earth, Earth in the Balance. Um, and, and then I read this best-selling book. It was called The Cry of the Panther, and it was about a Vietnam vet who came back to America. Was just, He just felt completely lost, and you know, people were spitting on him for having fought in Vietnam and all of that. He felt lost, and so he disappeared into the Everglades, used the survival skills that he learned in the Army to survive down there. And while he was there, he he started tracking. He just needed some purpose. He started tracking the elusive Florida panther, and so he he ended up later on writing this book called The Cry of the Panther because he, there were a lot of parallels be- between him not being wanted and, hmm. wow. and the Florida Panther not being wanted. And it was such a powerful book that my wife and producing partner and I, we, we, we decided, you know, we really need to go meet this man and share his story. You know, he really struggled with some demons. A very powerful book. And so I wanted to go share that story, and I just thought it would be a great story for Explorer. 25 years later, is he still down there? Uh, you know, I can't find him. Um, I, I found an very article elusive. from 2000. Yeah, very elusive, just like the Florida Panther. Yes. I think there's only 50 Panthers left in the Everglades. Aww. And every day, uh, huge areas of the Everglades are, are being developed. So this this area is getting smaller and smaller. And that, that Panther, it's beautiful. I, I, I have bad news for you. That oh. Panther ate your friend. Oh, boy. <gasps> Wow, you, you had to go twist. Wow, you need to stop drinking. Seriously. Phil Kogan is here. National Geographic Channel's Explorer returns Monday, November 12th, 13 episodes. We have many more questions for our guest, the great Phil Kogan, who pays his taxes when we return right after <laughs> Willingly. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Ten-time primetime Emmy winner Phil Kogan in studio right now with us on the Kevin and Bean Show. You know him and love him from The Amazing Race. For how many seasons now, Phil? Uh, well, we're we're going to go shoot 32 uh, shortly. 32. Oh, my yeah. God. And because that doesn't keep him away from home enough, he has a new series on the National Geographic Channel. He's the latest host, of, host anyway, of a long-running series on Nat Geo called Explorer. You said ho, didn't you? Yeah, that's... I, I'm like, I meant ho in a second. Oh, I meant ho in a second. I know it's been 32 seasons, but I haven't pimped myself back yet. Here's, uh, here's a clip from the episode that I watched, the advanced episode that I watched of a series... Uh, of, uh, one of the stories that you do on, uh, on the series called Hellmouth. And this is everything you need to know about Phil and the decisions that he makes. On this episode of Explorer, Nicaragua has 19 active volcanoes, including Messiah, a ticking time bomb that could go off at any moment. That's where I'm headed. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's a what good setup, doing? isn't it? I am slightly crazy. I forgot to take my medication this morning, and I'm going into the mouth of hell, Every- Messiah Volcano in Nicaragua. Everybody else is with you the whole way, like, so we're not going there. And then you're like, that's where I'm headed. And I want you to come with me. Now, is the air... Now, I saw the episode, yes. and I don't know how much we can or can't give you away. Sound, but you're I mean- sounding skeptical. 
No, no, I'm not skeptical. Okay. I mean, I saw you do it with my own eyes, but I mean, yes. you have you're breathing. What was it? Sulfur dioxide. Sulfur dioxide. Well, we had gas masks on, but I, I will tell you that you did. Your guy didn't. Photographer <laughs> <laughs> didn't. Well, there was only one mask. <laughs> They're very expensive, you know. Um, but what's interesting is when we got out of after we finished shooting that story, all our equipment was fried. Is that oh, yeah, right? The electronics. Oh. It's so corrosive, this sulfuric acid. And I'm, then I'm thinking, okay, so it just fried all our equipment. What did it do to our lungs? Right, wow. what happened to us? Yeah. How great what does your the... skin look, though? Oh, so <laughs> <Right>? good. <laughs> Beautiful exfoliation. It's so much better than a chemical peel. <laughs> That's what I'm what was the point? Help me understand what the point. I know that it exists and it's cool that we've seen it, but what's the point of actually going oh, down you, into the volcano? Everything on the road? is loaded, right? You know, the questions mm -hmm. are kind of loaded. Sure, all of them. Okay. Yeah. So the Masai Volcano, which is in Nicaragua, they've got uh, 19 active volcanoes. There are There's millions of people living around these volcanoes. Mm -hmm. So there are volcanologists who have to go and set these, or they go and set these sensors around the volcanoes. So if they see a change in gas levels... They, oh, uh, kind of an early warning system. Yeah. Early warning system, oh. yeah. So not only are the sensors around the crater, but they're, they're down inside the volcano, 600 feet. Whoa. So imagine a 60-story building and dropping down. And that's where I went on a very long cable. And, and you end up standing on the crater floor. And then there's this lava lake, one of the few places in the world where you can see lava lake boiling away. And they've got sensors down there as well. Well, somebody has to go down there and change the batteries. That's insane. That and is insane. They got me drunk and convinced <laughs> me that it was going to be me. No, uh, they have to go down there and they have to. Yeah. That's frightening. Yeah. Is there anything in what's going to be your thirty-second year on Amazing Race and then doing this show? Is there anything that you just said? Yet, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. No, out. I don't feel like those words are in his mm, vocabulary. No, I, 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 no, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm willing to give anything a go. I mean, really? the things the things that I steer away from when I'm traveling is I I worry about getting you know some kind of food sickness or some you know sure. stomach bug. So I am careful about what I eat because okay. if I I mean that's the worst, right? I mean if you get oh, yeah. a food poisoning or something and you're trying to work, yeah, it's so worst. I but I do like to try new and different things. I mean mm -hmm. I've eaten ants and drunk cobra blood blood and I've I've had I mean, like you know tarantulas and. I've eaten all kinds of weird things. Who hasn't? Exactly. <laughs> but um, generally speaking, that's the one thing. When I'm working, I don't. I that's don't what do that. you're. But I, I love okay. trying new and different things. Interesting. So this season on Explorer, uh, for instance, uh, I go to Maine, and there's this young woman, Lisa. She's a, a wildlife biologist, and she goes into bear dens to get the little cubs. Wow. To to pull the baby cubs out. So this this she's amazing. This woman, you got to see this episode, and um. And there's this tiny little hole, right? And they tranquilize the mama. And then you have to crawl past the mama to go back into the bear den and grab the cubs and then wiggle your way backwards. That out. is not so happening she just, with me. She just dives Ooh. in there. And Why then she is goes she stealing baby bears uh, to tag them, to measure them, to make sure that they're healthy. And oh. so then she says to me, <laughs> All right, Phil. It's your turn. And I got to tell you, man, I, I, it really made me think about it. And as I'm going down and I'm way inside this bear den and I'm tr like this thing is the, the entrance is wrapped. I'm so tight. And I know where the mama's big 
gnarly teeth are mm-hmm. in relation to the rest of my body. Sure. You can understand what I'm saying. And I'm like, <laughs> Mama, do not wake up right now. <laughs> oh, man. And the babies are going, oh. wee, wee, you know, crying. That's my dream. I'm obsessed with What, to go in a bears. bear den? I'm obsessed you with bears. You want to go in a bear den? I, uh, the way I want to die yeah. is hugging a bear. Because then I will <laughs> have at least hugged a bear. I think I, I know think someone who can say dying. Yeah. And in Maine. He's I talking mean, about living. This though. is my dream. Hold on. So you go in the bear den, you yeah. get attacked by the bear, and you die with the bear. Oh, my God. Or you try to hug the bear. I try, yeah. yeah and okay. I'd get a little bit of a hug in before okay. the bear's like, Meh. You also need some help. Yeah, that's a strange <laughs> way to want to die. <laughs> <laughs> would you do that? Absolutely. Oh, 100%. You would crawl past the mama bear? Yes. Really? Oh, did, yeah. Did you okay. ask how long does this tranquilizer work? Yes, exactly. That, that was the first question. Yeah. I'm like, and I go, well, so let me ask you a question. Has Mama Bear ever woken up, like, in the middle of one of these? They go, well, not so much, but it could happen. Oh, okay, happen. Oh, okay, okay. Are they just toying with you, or they yeah, mean it? Yeah, well, they were messing with me, okay. but 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 you never really know. Right. Yeah, you know, it could like, be a bad batch of the tranquilizer. It could be a bad know. batch where they didn't get it. The, the tranquilizer Phil, all the way that had, God forbid, if that had happened, and that you, was would your you last have remembered day. me in a fond way? Oh, I'd be uh, so jealous. Would you have? <laughs> said, would, you, would you have said, "Oh, Phil, he was such a lovely guest. <laughs> we would have said he lit up a room. Loved having him to come and share his stories with us. But he got taken out by a bear and a bear did. That's my dream. <laughs> well, what, my he stole is, my death. I mean, that is the perfect <laughs> way for you to go. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> would you have wanted the episode to air? Is the question I'm trying to ask. Oh, sure. You got to document everything, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, why the hell not, right? Yeah. The most remarkable thing Does about the your bear job... take over the amazing race then? Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hosted the most by remarkable a thing about your job on Explorer, I imagine, Phil, is the people that you get to meet yeah. who do this work because it's a passion of theirs. I mean, th- like your guy who's uh, measuring the temperature of the volcano. Yeah. I mean, that's very important work that somebody has to do. Thank God there are people out there willing to do it. Well, Same I, thing I, with I, the bear thing. You bring up a really interesting point, which is you know every day we're bombarded about what's wrong with the world what you know we're you know we're we're facing you know destruction of the earth and we're messing it all up but there are these incredible people these crusaders out there and and one of the great things about explorers it's like amazing race where we can focus on something that's right with the world and i love meeting these people and my job as the host is to share these these really cool stories like make them a star my job is to facilitate Pushing them out there, pushing them into the foreground and say, hey, wow, look at this guy, Raphael, off the coast of the Yucatan Peninsula, who's helping to save whale sharks. And you get in the water with a whale shark, it's 30, 40 feet long. The mouth is five feet wide. They have a, a throat that's the size of a golf ball. So if they swallow a plastic bag in the water or whatever, it can kill this oh, massive wow. creature. So this guy is out there tagging, literally jumping on the back of whale sharks to tag them so he can use GPS to track these whale sharks that's that we insane. don't know that much about. And you meet these people and you realize there is hope out there because look at this guy. I mean, he's prepared to do anything. A whole, every year for about two weeks, these whale sharks come to the surface and he... Uh, uses that opportunity to try to tag them. And in a season, he may only tag two. It's so, so he's hard to get good. up next to them. He's not very good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I'm just trying to get to the bottom Raphael, of it. Raphael, he did not mean that. He, oh, does, not he does not understand. He does not understand. Okay? He's crap streaming whatever right good now. things you bring to us. That's what we're trying to do I, I just here. need you guys there to come down and show everybody how to do their job. I would go there in a second. Oh, you awesome. would. You'd jump on top of that whale shark I, and ride it like I'd a I'd like to bronco. think I would, but... 
I'm sure when I was there, I would go, You have such a fascinating life, my friend. I I wouldn't want your life, but I'm happy you're out there living it to What's wrong with my life? What do you mean you don't want my life? I think I I want Phil's life. Yeah. I don't want Phil's life. I want to watch it from the comfort of my own home and on my big screen TV. That's what I want. He's not a get outdoors kind of guy. Really? But you are doing great work, and it's a delight to have you in. And we're out of time. we got to say goodbye. But uh, Oh, you mean I've talked too much, and now I've used up all your time? Nat Geo Channel, November 12th is the return of Explorer. And just give me the 20-second plug on your podcast that you started since the last time you were in, too, because I want to make sure people know that's available. Okay, it's uh, it's called Bucket uh, with an I. So Bucket with an I, like Bucket as in... And the byline is Ticket Before You Kick It. And I talk to people who are mavericks and eccentrics. I've spoken to astronauts. I just spoke to Roger Steffens, who wrote this great book on Bob Marley that just came out today. So I just love meeting people who are mavericks and who are changing the way we see the world. People who are doing Wonderful. new and different things. PhilCogan.com for all the information on the podcast and the shows and so much more. We love you, man. Thanks for stopping Oh, by. it's always a pleasure. And, and congratulations on the upgrade. <laughs> Thanks. We must be doing something right. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Well, that sounds to me like it's time for one more look at what's happening with LMK. So remember earlier when I told you that Vince Gillian was possibly writing a Breaking Bad movie? Yes. We mm-hmm. know a little more now. It tracks the escape of a kidnapped man and his quest for freedom. That kidnapped man refers to Jesse Pinkman. Oh, what? But then you think, okay, it's this real and would anyone like, you know, Brian Cranston be involved with it? Well, yeah, because he was just on the Dan Patrick show and he confirmed it. He said, yep, there appears to be a movie version of Breaking Bad and he would absolutely appear in the movie if Vince asked me to do it. Awesome. All right. I do feel like those three formed a very tight bond over the years of making that series. They seem to have left... All smiles and like they can't wait to work together again. Yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, I think it'll happen. I think so too. That's cool. This delights. You never watched that show, did you, Alan? Oh no, Breaking Bad. <laughs> this delights me. Yeah. Show. I mean, talk about peak TV. Yeah. One of the greatest series ever. Absolutely. What weren't you interested in when you started hearing how great it was, especially at an actor the caliber Brian Cranston? I don't think I had um, a- AMC. HBO, Showtime, AMC. I think it's AMC, and I think yeah. you've had it your whole life. Oh, I think there was an outage. <laughs> the whole time that series yeah, was on? in my neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, I there, is, always... there is no excuse for me not watching There's that There's no show. excuse. Okay, I get good. it. I get yeah. it. Because we all talk about how, look, you can't see everything. There are great series that yeah. I... Look, I've never seen Game of Thrones. People mm-hmm. talk about it like it's the greatest show ever. You can't watch everything. I get it. But I'm just surprised because I think you would have really enjoyed Breaking Bad. And just to kind of put a cherry on top of my stupidity, when I was at KTLA, we had Aaron Paul in to talk about this brand new show he was doing okay. called Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Uh-huh. He couldn't have been lovelier, right? Oh, he's kinder, lovely, yes. mm-hmm. more warm and right. charming. And I was like, I got to watch the show. This guy's wonderful, right? Mm-hmm. I also did a live shot at Brian Cranston's house about like um, zero scaping. Like they have all that landscaping that involves like very little water. Mm-hmm. Um, and he couldn't have been funnier. More wonderful. She so went home that day. No, all okay. of that added up to why are you not watching the show? It looks amazing. So then you. I, here's the thing. I think I'm <laughs> one of those like TV hipsters. Like too many people talking about it. I'm like I'm out. Oh, it can't be good. No, that's probably right. No, that's well, if you true. ever break both your legs and mm-hmm. you're at home, okay. it is on Netflix. So you wow. you certainly could if you wanted to. What have you ordered? What's happening? Just I know a guy. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, it was very specific. Um, if it happens, if your left leg gets broken and then you're right. right. If it happens on the 14th, then oh, just, I'm no. saying that'd be a good time to start watching the Breaking this Bad. This got all. weird. Okay, <laughs> this is now my favorite story, and I can't wait to tell you about it. I'm just going to read a lot of this because it's very detailed and I want you to grasp it. It says, all Fox wants for Christmas are 12 more days of Deadpool. And that's one of the interpretations of the studio's plan to revamp, rename, and re-release the year's biggest R-rated hit, Deadpool 2, as a PG-13 film called Once Upon a Deadpool. Here's the thing. It's going to have a limited engagement, begins December 12th, concludes on Christmas Eve. So they're trying to get it when the younger kids are on school break, that type of thing. Sure. The majority of the footage has been edited to meet PG-13 thresholds of violence and language. But there's also new footage in the form of a framing sequence that was conceived by Ryan Reynolds, Red Reese, and Paul Wernick. They had a super small crew. And they decided to do a single day of guerrilla-style filmmaking that didn't make the movie. Interesting. As if that's not enough. There's a charity component, too. For every ticket sold, $1 will go to the F Cancer campaign, which will be temporarily renamed Fudge Cancer (laughs) as a PG-13 thing. Here's where I just said, okay, this just blew my mind. This is what Ryan Reynolds said. Fox has been asking for a PG-13 basically since the start of 2006. I've said no since 2006. Now this one time I said yes, but on two conditions. First, a portion of the proceeds has to go to charity. Second, I want to kidnap Fred Savage. Wait, what? Hmm? What? So here's the thing. Fred Savage co-stars in the framing sequence which basically hijacks the whole bedtime story setup of The Princess Bride. All of this is phenomenal. You you lost me. I'm swimming okay. somewhere in the ocean uh, you and know, I'm not sure. You know The Princess Bride? Yeah. And he reads the story to Fred Savage before he right. goes to sleep. Yes. And that's The right. Princess Bride. Right. Okay. Basically, Ryan Reynolds is going to do this with Fred Savage. And that's going to be the guerrilla style part of the movie that they filmed. I'm in. That's what I'm saying. I was in with Deadpool. We said Deadpool. I know. This this all sounds so amazing. So, again, those dates, December 12th, concluding on Christmas Eve. It is Once Upon a Deadpool, and it's rated PG-13. For every ticket sold, $1 going to fudge cancer. Now, I know you're in and whatnot, Kevin, but isn't one of the things you and millions of others adored about Deadpool is that it was an R-rated comedy? Yeah, of course. But, it was so wrong and so funny. Yeah, but there was a lot of stuff in there that wasn't didn't need to be R-rated that was mm-hmm. also really funny. Yeah. Okay. It was really well done. I can't wait for this. This yeah, is, Everything about this is perfect. And so Ryan Reynolds and so Paul so and Red. Yes. Oh. I can't wait, you guys. I just can't wait. So Shrek and Puss in Boots are getting rebooted. By the man behind Despicable Me, the Minions, he kind of knows what he's doing. Chris Melodendry might be saying it wrong, but no, it sure doesn't right. matter. Universal Pictures asked him to find some fresh storylines, introduce the lovable ogre and that sword-wielding feline to a new generation of moviegoers. But one thing that he has made clear is he wants that 
nostalgia feeling of having those same voices. So mm-hmm. Mike Myers, um, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. and Antonio Banderas. So we will see. I mean, they have to come back. That sounds voices, awesome, right? Yeah, I'm all in. All in. Everything is good news today. Billboard announces Ariana Grande as 2018 Woman of the Year. That's cool. All right. She's going to receive the award during Billboard's 13th annual Women in Music event, December 6th in New York City. Some previous recipients, Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, Madonna, Selena Gomez. So she's in pretty good company, right? Sure. Excellent. All right. Everything's so positive. I'm just waiting for Bean to speak. I just haven't seen any Piggy Smalls photos in a while. I was just wondering how he's doing because... Piggy Smalls? Isn't that her pig's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of people, um, they buy a pet and they're mm-hmm. all infatuated with it at the beginning. Right. And then they get busy and all of a sudden they don't care about it anymore. Oh, I smell bacon! Nope, that's not what I'm saying. Heaven! Well, I'm just me? saying. I don't sing. I hope, that, I hope that Piggy Smalls is, has somebody to look after him when she's oh, off. I smell bacon! Off in New York accepting her award. That's Kevin all. Kevin said, that's not me. I don't sing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Pretty solid defense. That's how I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I smell bacon! That's, that's right. not that's, me. I don't sing. That's a hit right there. Ooh, I, you are right, Bean. A lot of people get, um, and a lot of people get little trendy pets that then yes, go by the wayside. So. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It's a bad situation all around. I have a friend who, I probably shouldn't bring this up, but uh, I have a friend who um, got a pig mm-hmm. last year, loved the pig, adored the pig, had a baby. Oh, I smell bacon! Had a baby and <sighs> gave away the pig. Oh, I thought it was going to take a whole other turn. Yeah, me too. No, Ooh. gave away the pig. Ooh. Best case scenario right yeah, there. Yeah, at that too point, much, yeah. Oof. Too much work. Too much right. work to have a pig and a baby give away the pig. So now that pig has been ripped out of his his home. Yeah, that's some BS. Uh, it is some BS. It's, no. a, a, it's a commitment when you get an animal. That's Great. all I'm saying. Oh, I smell bacon! Babies ruin everything, right? I don't think they're that's the, what, they're the worst. Bodies, that's not what anyone's saying. These, I mean, everything. We have to start doing things that just make us look like we've got our act yeah. together here because we're all looking mm-hmm. just really, really, really sloppy. Yeah. That guy's right. Call now. This is not something we're going to like, nothing we're going to condone. It's not something we want to promote. This is not professionalism. All right. <laughs> Some birthdays for you. Adam Devine, David Guetta, and Lord. And, we're, and we'll never be royals. And we'll never be royals. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And that's what's happening. Exactly. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. on K-Rock tomorrow morning. An all-new Kevin and Bean show. we got People Are Dumb. We're going to talk uh, week 11 of the NFL season with R.J. Bell. We've got Dr. Drew on the show tomorrow. And more tickets for you to see the advanced screening of Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald tomorrow. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law